0: Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience.
1: Ward Fasoul, welcome to the Center of the Universe.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me on.
1: I have to say that uh, we connected to you through Kevin Flippin, who is uh, the occasional co-host and certainly co-hosting tonight. Kevin's ready to go. He said we're going to be laughing some tonight, uh, and he gave me his 99% guarantee. Which is essentially hundred percent.
0: Exactly, that guarantee is something special, man. He gave me it it, it, in college.
1: It really is. We've done Kevin like thirty plus of these, and you, I've never had the ninety-nine percent guarantee.
0: After I moved out of Richmond, uh, he gave me the ninety-nine percent guarantee that I'd never hear from him in about twenty years, and I'd be damned <laughs> if he wasn't true. <laughs> that's, that's not. That's not uh, right, Kevin. You should feel. Yes, bad sir.
1: About All right, hey Ward. Uh, where are you from?
0: I'm from Alexandria, Virginia, and if you've seen the movie *Remember the Titans*, that was the high school I went to. Uh, probably about 10-15 years after the movie was made—or well, not made, but was uh, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> whatever they say, whenever the timeline was. For that movie. <laughs> I went there about fifteen years later.
1: So the the actual setting for the movie was what back in the uh, late 70s. '60s, early yeah. '70s.
0: Yeah, late uh, early '70s is when they when it when it, when they started desegregating schools there.
1: Yeah. So within a decade and a half, you were going to school there. What was it like going to high school there?
0: It's pretty cool. You know, I, I, it's, it's funny you bring this up because I, I've, we're, I have kids here. I live in Dallas, Texas now, and I have kids where I could send them to a middle school about five miles each way. There's a middle school somewhere. They could go anywhere. They could walk to it. And I was just asking my parents the other day, they were up here visiting probably a year ago. And I was like, what, what's the deal? Why was the, why are my kids been able to go to these middle schools left and right? And and when I went to middle school, I had to jump on a bus for 30 minutes. It was ridiculous. I, what was the deal? And They both look at me like I was an idiot. I said, "You do know you were part of the busing initiative, right?" Oh. Said, what are you talking about busing initiative? We bused you to the to the to the primarily black schools, and the black kids were built bus to your school. I said, "I never knew that." I said, "They're like, God, man. You're about 47. You didn't know nothing about your youth." I said, "No, I just thought I was on a long ass bus ride." I said, "This was ridiculous."
1: You, you figured uh, Alexandria was in the country or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. I thought it was just going to take me forever to get to school for the rest of my life. I was like, this is crazy. But, yes, it was – I knew no better because of that whole busting situation. We were – I mean, it was – I was a little bit of the minority at my high school, but it was, a, it was a blast. We had a really successful football team at the time then too, so had blast going to those games a little – from the movie, they had a lot of night games, but we don't have lights to stay. We just got lights last year, so that was a little little Disney magic right there. And I did I did do some research on that team, and they won by like four touchdowns that state title game, not on a uh, what eighty yard reverse play to the backup quarterback who had a broken rib or something. Yes,
1: <laughs> like yeah, so, yeah uh, the broken rib quarterback scored the touchdown at Sunshine. Yeah. Through like seventeen amazing blocks, in the, time with
0: the major blocks downfield.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's funny. They they didn't have lights when they played all those games, so they were playing what like Saturday midday. Saturday games?
0: afternoon all the time. Yeah, every yeah. Saturday afternoon.
1: I feel like I've been robbed by Disney a little bit.
0: You know, and I didn't mean to do that to you, too. Now you're probably not going to watch Frozen or any of those movies. Well, the good <laughs> news is ruined I, it.
1: I I did watch uh, Remember the Titans when I was a little kid, so you haven't ruined okay. my childhood for me.
0: Good, good. I'm glad okay. about that.
1: All right, so you grew up in Alexandria, and I imagine back then, what, what year did you graduate high school?
0: Graduated 89.
1: All right, so you graduated 89. You were a kid in the 70s and 80s in Alexandria. It, it's not – well, it wasn't uh, then like it is now, right? It is completely uh-huh. different.
0: It is completely different. It's a little bit spread out. I mean, my, my parents are still in the same house that they were in, which they paid, I believe they only paid 22,000 for it. And now it's worth a quarter of a million dollars or something like that, 500,000. I was like, this is ridiculous. And it's real cramped. Like we're all cramped in it. Our street is so cramped that they're, across the street, there's a 15 and a 17 and a 19. It goes every odd number with the houses. I went to VCU. I came back. All of a sudden, I said, man, something looks different on the street. I said, yeah, they put a house in between 15 and 17. It's 15 and a half. I was like, what in the hell? But yeah, everybody was – it's all about location in Alexandria. It's all for the guys that want to work in D.C. So they moved to Alexandria, take the subway in, and it's it's a perfect fit for people. But back then, it was a little spread out. Now it's a little bit more cramped. There's a lot more people around.
1: Yeah, so when you say spread out – like 20 30 40 feet between houses and now it's like five ten feet
0: yeah now you just you know throw a rock and you're hitting nine houses not just the one
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i i remember alexandria we'd go up to dc and we would drive through alexandria and i remember it being a cool little uh town i say little town i mean it it was pretty highly populated but now it's basically dc dc has just exploded up there
0: exactly and that Thank God for the subway. When I brought my boys up there, I got twin boys, and they wanted to get on a subway because they have never been on one before. And I looked on that map, and it hits every single college now. That subway stops at every college in, in the you know northern Virginia DC deal, which was never the case when I lived there. So it's it's not only is it crowded, but you can get around without, you know, really paying much money to you get on that subway.
1: Yeah, I think the subway is really the only way to go. Parking has got to be a
0: nightmare, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's tough. Yeah.
1: All right, so when you were like 10 years old, how did you spend your spare time?
0: Uh, my spare time was uh, ruining ruining an investment that my parents got for me, which was baseball cards, and I would not sit there and just let them be. I had to play games with them, so my Joe Namath card is bent all to hell. I couldn't get four cents for it if I wanted to. I think they ended up tossing them all out. Me and my brother would play ridiculous games with these cards, not knowing that we were supposed to, you know, save them and, and – and maybe make some money later in life. We play a game where you know, the quarterback would get the ball, and I'd, I'd throw these cards up in the air. If I got, if I had three defensive players and no offensive players in my hands, I would just dominate that quarterback for the sack, and the card would just get bent. It looked like Joe Thosman's leg, the way I treated that freaking card. <laughs> then we're like, uh, hey, we you know, we got in the 20s. They're like, hey, we should probably try to sell these cards. I said, well, you know, we're going to buy this. <laughs> Look at this thing! It's in three pieces, man. Got
2: tape <laughs> now, everywhere. Now, Ward, did you did you get baseball cards as well? I would imagine you did, right? Yeah, baseball, too, football, and basketball. so. Do you remember? Do you remember on the back of the baseball cards they would have with the baseball cards back then? Do you remember that, or am I, am I showing my age? We well, froze
0: up a second there. What were you saying was on the back of the cards?
2: Like it said single, double, triple, home yeah. run. You could literally yeah. play games with them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. They yeah. Have all that stuff on there. That brought me to another game we used to play as kids. We used to buy the NFL almanac and it would have every game from every team. It would have the box score for every game of every team of the year before. My brother and I would pick a team and then we'd just do the plays. Like if it said 70 yard pass from uh, Dan Marino to Nat Moore, we'd We'd literally do our feet one in front of the other 70 yards down the street and throw a 70-yard pass. And since my brother couldn't throw for nothing, it would be a 10-yard pass, so I'd have to take it 60. But we'd play them all out. And, of course, all the one-yard plays, even though it's usually like a little a push into the end zone, all of them were diving over the top. So my of brother course. would get, get on his hands and knees, and I'd dive over top of him, and we're, we're playing the whole thing. Walter
2: first. Payton, baby.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, it. Ward, were it. you
1: holding the card in your hand as you were reliving the play?
0: Yeah, where, where was the card? Was with you? No, 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 no. That, the NFL Almanac thing was—if uh, you're talking about that—it was yeah, it yeah, was a book. It was a book. Oh, it's an an actual it book. Up, and it would give you, a, it would give you a, the box score of every game for every team. So you'd look through the box score. He's like, okay, we're done with this play. Now we got to do a Joe Klecko fumble recovery for 25 yards and a touchdown. That's gonna be fun. Go ahead and pop me one, and you can get the ball and go.
1: That's a lot of games, man.
0: It is. We played every (laughs) team too, and that's what we did. I got two kids upstairs that wouldn't even know what the heck I'm talking about. They're gaming away up there, doing whatever kind of nonsense. Yeah, they're not
1: moving around other than their thumbs, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah, Outside, why would you go out there? There's so much cool stuff to do inside.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So, wait a minute. How long did this almanac come out?
0: Oh, man, we used to get it every year from probably 84 to – Earlier than that, 81 to 85, 86. So those
1: those five or six years, you're redoing every play of every game from the prior year?
0: Yes. Some teams we would ignore. We would never do the Cowboys because we hate them. Good for you.
1: I'm with you on that.
0: And then if the Cowboys would win a game against who we were playing, we didn't do that game. We hadn't skipped over that one. But if they lost, we had all kinds of fun. And now we had less. Lynn Dickey going deep. (laughs) on some scrub cowboy. Who cares?
1: So I'm guessing you're a a Washington fan, (laughs)
0: I am Washington football team.
1: Washington, you're, say, you're saying football team. You're being politically correct.
0: I am being correct <laughs> at the moment. Uh, all the team, all the names they got out there, dude, it makes me seem like it's gonna be, it's gonna have an expansion feel to it. Red Hogs, Red Wolves. You know, it all seems like a USFL type name, but I guess I'll get used to it.
1: Well, Ward, I hate to disappoint you, but Daniel Snyder is gonna have the final say, and he's gonna pick something really bad.
0: Yeah, he probably will. Washington presidents or some nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep calling him Washington.
1: I had heard a rumor that they had the name picked out, and somebody uh, got the website and whatever else you get a re- registered trademark, that kind of thing. And Daniel Snyder's like, I'm not paying anybody a nickel for that name. We'll figure <laughs> oh, something else out.
0: Oh goodness! Not, see, the Cowboys are lucky. Their their horrible owner is like five seconds away from death. I'm not so lucky with Snyder. This <laughs> piece going to live forever, and I don't know what the heck I'm going to do.
1: With, with your luck, he's going to live to be 110.
0: Exactly. God, yeah,
1: that's brutal. All right, so literally football, almanacs, football cards, baseball cards, you guys are literally doing the opposite of what anybody should have been doing with them. I'm guessing there are some cards you had that if you'd held on to them, oh, it, yeah. it would be like you ripping up a $100 bill. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I can't
0: even – I mean – because we do the same thing with baseball too it's just ridiculous we'd have some some ricky henderson rookie cards and stuff like that that i'm sure would be worth something i don't even look to see what they're worth because all it's going to do is depress me or what it would have been worth but it's it's just, it's just ridiculous stuff. So we play a game we throw them down the stairs you know if they landed upright they get to go to the next round If they landed down we took them out it's just it was just ridiculous and, it, and we had fun boy you couldn't tell us we weren't having fun it was just the funnest thing ever my Dad would walk up the stairs and say, what the hell are you doing, dude? Why are you throwing these cars down the stairs? I said, get out the way because your boy Joe Klecko landed face up and he's in the next <laughs> round, okay? You're going to be in there with gas to know and we're going. Are, are you the older of the two brothers? Younger. My brother's got three years on me. Okay. He still lives up in the D.C. area. And he couldn't throw could you worth know, a lick. No, nah, he can not throw. He, he was not athletic. Dude, I, I'm going to tell you a story about my brother because I know he's not going to watch or listen to this because I'm not going to tell him about it. But my man, he got on good teams that won that won trophies or whatever. But he was the last player on, on, the, on these teams. It was so bad one time. He told us to stop coming to his baseball games because he was never going to get in the game. Well, one time he caught, he was all excited. He came back from practice. Hey, Jimmy and Johnny aren't going to be there. There's only nine players. I got to play. I'm going to be in there. So we're like, all right. So they send they, they're up first. Everybody bats. We just assumed he wasn't. You know, he's probably batting ninth. Then they go out in the field. And I was like, dang, there's, everybody out there is black. Where's, where's Judd? His name's is Judd. So, where's Judd? And my mom was like, go down there and check, see where he is. And I peeked my head around the uh, dugout, and he's sitting there in his drawers and in an in undershirt. They had told him to give his uniform to somebody that wasn't on the team so they could like. We're <laughs> like, oh my God! He's, they're like this, all kinds of upset. And we got home, and we're sitting in the den. He runs up to his room and shuts the door. And we're sitting in the den. All of a sudden, we see the uniform come flying out the window. He's—he was done with it. He chucked it out. I'm never going back. I said I wouldn't go back either, man.
1: I I wouldn't go back either. What kind of coach is going to take a kid that's not supposed to be on the team?
0: This was a this was a wild team. He wanted to win championships, and it, which is what he was doing. I just don't know why he had my brother on that squad. He's of, <laughs> I he nicknamed him E Five. <laughs> <laughs> man I, I, like I, butter maker exactly how old was your brother during the story he was probably 13 so i know i went down there at 10 so he was getting ready to get out of that anyway because he knew he wasn't going to make a future out of in high school or junior high school but boy he got some crappy memories
1: i i guess but, if you're 13 that story's not so awful if he'd been right. younger my goodness
0: oh yeah he'd be squashed on sports altogether
1: did, I, did you play uh any sports in high school? I did
0: I was a little bit better than he was, but not that much. And my team, my team's always stunk. So if I got trophies, it's because I participated in something. <laughs> wait, wait,
1: wait. You're about up my age. They were giving you participation trophies back then.
0: They were giving us something. I know I got a bunch of these little, little ass T-ball trophies sitting around at my mom's house. She's all proud of them. <laughs> I mean, I won an Emmy for this show that I do. She won't. She has nothing about that. But she will have this little ass TV. Uh, t-ball trophy in there, saying that, that that's my boy. Wait a minute, you got an Emmy? Yeah, a regional Emmy. That's cool. Uh, all uh, get out, man! I got a funny story on that too. I told yeah. my wife at the time. I said, "We're going to. I, we got nominated, right? It was up. It was us. It's for a 30-minute show. And it was us against the uh, Dallas Cowboys show, which made it even more sweet for me. But we're heading down there. She's all dressed up. She said, "This is in Fort Worth, right?" I said, "Yeah." She's like, "Where do you?" Uh, they're going to do this every year. I said, "Where do you think it's going to be next year?" I said, "San Antonio, Austin, something like that." Wow, that's kind of strange that they keep it in Texas all the time. And I almost slammed the brakes. I was like, "You think we're going to? You think I'm going up against like Big Bang Theory or something like that?" <laughs> I said, this is Reasonable girl, this is Texas and a little bit of Arkansas and Oklahoma. And boy, she won't admit it, but she was like, Ugh. she was so disappointed. About Bob Marvin was Kristen Durst or some nonsense. I was like, "No, you're." You're not even going to enjoy this because we are got to sit through some Weatherman stuff and all this nonsense.
1: What was the show?
0: What's that? What, it's what a, was the show? That I produced inside High School Sports, the 30-minute okay. show. Uh, we had just started a deal that the MVPs on our show, instead of getting a trophy and a plaque, I found a place that could turn around a, a bobblehead that looks just like them in a week. And nobody else was doing that. And I swear, I, I, to this day, I think that's the reason why we won, because it's something new, something the voters have never seen before. It's a really cool idea. The kids go crazy for it. You know, the first one we gave out was to Kyler Murray, and he hated it. Kyler Murray couldn't care less. He was like, oh, great. And if he could have found a trash can fast <laughs> enough, he'd be like, all right. But after that, we've done, we've probably given away 150 more, and, and these kids live it. They, they'll text me their stats and all, or DM me their stats and everything. I was like, man, do you, do you see me at your game? He's like, no. I said, well, I'm not going to give you nothing if I went at your game. I got to have video, bro. He's like, all right, well, here's a game that I'll do great. I said, I know you'll do great. You're playing against Dallas Sunset. They haven't scored a point in seven weeks. Of course you're going to do great. I won't be at that one either. You need to step up in the high profile game, man.
1: So Kyler Murray was, uh, what, a senior high school when he got the
0: bobblehead? Senior, yep. And he, you know, he had everybody in his ear. He could have cared less. And I was like, can you at least take a picture with it? So I, he's like, oh, yeah. And then he said, okay, give it to my dad. He's over there. I was like, all right, all right, man. good luck in the pros. Or actually, at the time, I was like, good luck at baseball because I thought for sure he was going to go baseball. Baseball, so.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, he's one of the rare guys that got drafted really high, uh, number one in football and what, top ten in baseball.
0: Yeah, he's supposed to go to the A's. Boy, those A's fans killed him. Yeah. They kill oh. everybody. That's how sports fans are these days. I'm so glad. That my, my favorite baseball player is Dave Parker. He used to play for the Pirates. Oh, yeah. He's always been a favorite of mine. I just can't imagine what people would have done to him on Twitter or social media if that was around back then. They would have killed him about getting hit with batteries in the head and having cocaine issues and all this other nonsense. Uh,
1: the, the Dave Parker that I uh, imagine wouldn't have cared about any of that.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. You're yeah. probably right.
1: All right, so let's back up. So high school – you played some sports. Uh, were you a student? Were you academically inclined?
0: Pretty good, A and B. That's all you needed back then to get into college. Now you need crazy a, all A's and then A's plus. You need like a four-point something. Yeah, you I got had A's and B's. I was well enough, well long enough to get to VCU. Uh, played tennis in high school. So if they ever make remember the Titans 2 about the tennis team that didn't win a match for two straight years. <laughs> See if I can get Brad Pitt to play me in that tip. It's gonna be a great one.
1: So yeah. wait, wait a minute. You played tennis on a team that wasn't very good. What uh seed were you on
0: your own I team? I was six, six seed of the worst team. So that means <laughs> number one doubles. And half the time we had already lost the match before doubles even went out there. So they were like, You can play, but we're all gonna wait on the bus. So I was like, nah, I I'll give it a play <laughs> give it a shot out here.
1: So five and six play the number one doubles and one through four play singles. Yeah.
0: And it's – right. it, you get five and six, seven and eight. So, whoever gets to four first or whatever is the – win so, match and we would get – So, three. war. So we're done. There you
2: go. I'm stepping all over you like Gilman. No, go ahead. He's not going to – I said me. I was going to do. Hey, who did you pattern tennis game after? Who did who, I? Who did you pattern your tennis game after?
0: You know, my guy was Jimmy Connors. Yeah. If I didn't use the wooden record. My guy was Jimmy Connors because I'd get all emotional. If I start falling behind, <laughs> i just start talking to myself and just getting all angry. Not John McEnroe angry, but just angry enough to completely take me out of the game if I was even in it. We did win one match. Uh, okay, we I told you we lost all of them. We won one against the team that was all ninth and tenth, and I was a senior. So, I'm going to go ahead and brag on that. Centerville, stink.
1: So, you basically beat a, J- you beat a JV team your senior year.
0: Exactly. I mean, if you want to put it that way, That's awesome. I, like the way I, put it. I like the way I put it better.
1: Well, hey, so you said Jimmy Connors, I, for um, the listening audience of a certain age, his racket head was maybe the size of a softball. Yeah. It was crazy time.
0: What are we getting to? Nowadays, they're like this. It's, you can't help but hit it.
1: Yeah, you can close your eyes. And yeah, you can't miss shot it. Of,
0: yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. Cool. All
1: right, so why VCU,
0: Ward? Uh, VCU was just far enough. So I saw my brother go to Georgetown, right, and just be – he's – Again, he's not listening, so he's a mom's boy. He had to stay close to home. He's still close to home to this day. He can't move it. He's like 53. He's not going nowhere. That's the way he was for college, too. He went to Georgetown. He stayed on campus, but my dad is a professor at Georgetown, so he'd see him every day. So, you know, if he needed his ass wiped, my dad would be there for <laughs> him. Nice. Me, it was, just, it was just far enough away. It's like two hours, hour and 40, so that I could be on my own and still not uh, – you know it'd still be close enough if something goes wrong i can do whatever at least that's what i thought nowadays nowadays getting down 95 is ridiculous dude cliff you got to get with me on this what the hell happened to 95 dude why does it take me 3 hours to get to richmond
1: it's all t- it's all time of day man uh and down to richmond instead of being three lanes each direction it needs to be like seven lanes
0: each direction oh, absolutely absolutely
2: it needs to be
1: yeah but dallas traffic isn't any. it's worse right
0: Yeah, Dallas Tracker is bad. I'm not going to say it's worse because this this place is so spread out that you can get places, you can find roads that will get you there without sitting in what I had to sit to to go down to Outer Banks this past summer. That was a miserable ride. And, of course, I had my mom next to me. This is crazy. This is ridiculous. I said, relax, you're not even driving. Right. Just sit there and go to (laughs) the we're gonna get there when we get there. <laughs> I was like, "Don't you knit, knit something? <laughs> oh, you can get a whole of by time Knit doing. something. <laughs> Throw some socks together or something. What is going on? I'm sitting here stopping and starting every five seconds.
1: So, uh, VCU, <laughs> uh, what did what did you major in?
0: I majored in mass communications. Okay. See, I went down there with the idea of being a radio play-by-play guy because I. I really like John Miller who did the Orioles games back on radio when I was growing up. Now he's been with the Giants for probably 25, 30 years, but I loved his delivery and it was, and that's exactly what I want to do. I said, I won't have to get all three of these chins on TV. I can still do games left and right. I want to do basketball. This will be great. First time we ever had an answering machine and I heard my own voice back, I was done. I mean, everybody doesn't like the way their voice sounds, but for some reason, when I heard my voice, you couldn't even convince me to even talk to anybody. I like almost went silent for a week. I was like, is this the way I really sound? It's ridiculous. So I got off of that dream real quick and here I am in college about ready to hit my major subject. You know, the first two years you got to get all the electives and whatnot and the core courses. I'm about ready to hit my major and I have no clue. I know I want to do something in sports, but I've already kicked that broadcasting dream, you know, play by play stuff. I kicked that to the curb once I heard my voice and you know, they needed, they had these old time cameras and they put put us out there to, you know, see what we can come back with. And I went out and wanted to do a sports story and the first high school football game I shot, honestly, I was was real raw. So it's like extremely wide, like you're shooting with the phone everything, but they threw that past my way and I could see it coming down my camera and I could picture that being, you know, somebody's living room. And I'm thinking, man, just somebody, if I get good at this, this is just something I can really have fun with. I can still be out there where the athletes are and I can have a blast doing it. And I just I honed in on that through the last two years. Luckily got a job at the NBC station while I was just supposed to be interning there. And that took off to a 28-year career where, heck, last Friday I may have had the best shooting night of my life as far as I'm concerned because the quarterbacks kept throwing my way every, every single one. So I'm zooming in on the laces and pulling back and doing what they used to call NFL film stuff, but I don't know how much, I mean, everybody's looking on YouTube for their videos now instead of watching NFL films, but that just, that's the closest thing to to sex to me is seeing, seeing that <laughs> ball come right down my throat. I'm like, this, this is it, man. This is what I like doing. So
1: so football's your favorite sport to uh, watch and to, to uh, record?
0: Football, basketball is my favorite sport to watch, but but football is by far my favorite sport to shoot. It's – all about being in the same at the right place at the right time. And I just, i love doing that. I can't wait for the season to start. When the high school season's like three weeks in here, we're shooting week number three tomorrow. And it's a blast. I'll get like four games a week two on Thursday, two on Friday. I'll go to one half of one game and second half of another, get a bunch of highlights, and hopefully have a good night shooting. Otherwise, I'm miserable the whole night.
2: So you said basketball, right, Ward? That's your favorite sport. Tell us a little about your love for, for Georgetown Hoyas.
0: Well, it started with my dad teaching that, right? And so he got season tickets one year, the year after Ewing left, and he got us all season tickets. And man, we fell in love. Holy cow. It was a crappy cap center, too, that we went to, too dark, dingy, <laughs> terrible. But it was Georgetown basketball, and they had Reggie Williams. And they had uh, they, Reggie Williams was gonna hit a, a buzzer beater to beat American, a team they should have stomped out. but. We saw him and hit a buzzer beater. All of a sudden, you know, just every year, just after that, I was waiting for the season tickets to arrive. So we can just, I'd spend the whole night just looking at the tickets. Oh, sweet. There's Horace Broadnecks on this ticket. Oh, look at this picture of, of freaking Michael Jackson. I love it. This is the best. And then we go to the games and we have a glass. And I, you know, I talk about my hate for Dallas, but it's nowhere near my hate for Syracuse. Syracuse is the worst sports team known to man, as far as I'm concerned. When I lived in Buffalo, I went to six of the seven, I was there for seven years. I went to six of the seven Georgetown Syracuse games, and we got crushed five out of those six games. And it was a miserable drive there, and it's a miserable drive back, but it was still the <laughs> time of my life, man. I, it, Georgetown's in my blood, so I'll, I'll root for them to the day I die. Well, uh,
1: what did your dad uh, teach?
0: He taught linguistics, uh, study of languages, and he would have to write a book every Ten years, and every one of the times he wrote it, he dedicated it to me. I said, "Well, thanks, Pop, but I think about six people are going to read read this book, so that's like that's, that's not a big to do, man. I'd rather have a higher allowance."
1: <laughs> Did you at least go sign copies?
0: I mean, I could. I could go home and grab one real quick, but I wasn't going to read it either. All right, let's go back
1: to VCU and Channel 12 Sports. Uh What was that experience like?
0: Well, it was a it was a lucky experience for me because and, and this is why I tell anybody that ever asked me how I got in the business. I said, when you get into college, you get into anything and people offer you internships, even if it's stuff you don't think you're going to do. man just do everything, do a bunch of everything and, and see get your face in front of people. And that's exactly what I did at 12. I, I, I stood next to one of their shooters at a Richmond Braves game with my little VCU camera. And I was shooting and I was just, and I started talking to him. I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I want to do for a living. He remembered it. He took a look at some of my video. And before I was even done with college, he had signed, they'd hired me as a part-time guy, you know, 30 hours, which is, which was terrific for me. And I was like, okay, I'm still in college. My folks are still sending me a check, you know, every once in a while to get me through, you know, cause my brother didn't need any of his tuition money since he went to Georgetown for free. Cause my dad taught there. So all his stuff trickled down to me. So I we weren't hurting for any tuition money. So I'm here, I am working. And it, it was only about six or seven months while I was working there as an intern that the guy ahead of me got caught drunk driving. Ooh. And they fired him on the spot because he was in a station vehicle. All
1: mm-hmm. of a
0: sudden I'm pushed into a full-time job and I'm still in school. So it was, it was a great opportunity for me. I stayed there in, I guess, two years while I was in school or a year and a half and then another five before i found a better opportunity in in buffalo and it was terrific i worked for some great people you steve sands who's now at the golf channel a guy i work with had developed a friendship with uh there's campbell brown who used to used to be on Nbc network i mean she left our station to go Nbc network for a while i don't know what she's up to now but he ended up working with some great guys and uh i don't know if you all know the name ben hamlin he oh was yeah, yeah. The- yes boom and bing Hamlin He's the one who started me on getting giving people nicknames whether they want them or not because that's what he would do. He would just this one girl came in, and said yes, she went to San Francisco on vacation. So The whole rest of the time I was there, they called he kept calling her Bing Bong Cable Car. Anytime you see a yellow <laughs> bing bong cable car, she's like, I'm going go on
1: vacation. <laughs> what happened to uh, what happened to Ben? I've been wasn't on tv in richmond like in the last 25 years maybe yeah
0: you know i think they pushed him out they they kind of went younger mm. and he's kind of i talked to him from time to time i don't think he's working anymore he's kind of just retired and doing his thing he's got grown children i hope he stopped smoking because that dude was killing some cigarettes when i was there i couldn't go five steps without him smoking something but uh, a it, cigarette, I shouldn't no say i something.
1: understand we don't need to say something let's be clear cigarettes yeah, exactly, exactly. yeah uh so,
0: is, <laughs> is Ben still in Richmond? He is still in Richmond, yes. He's just he's just retired now.
1: He's just chilling out.
0: Yeah. It's just
1: well, it, Ben Hamlin, like Kevin, I don't know. And, by the way, Ward, Kevin and I are kind of like your brother. We never really left Richmond. Okay. Yeah, I, I live like uh, tw- 12 minutes from my parents and Kevin okay. lives may, maybe 20, 25.
0: Let me uh, see if you got your baseball uniform on or you got uh, skivvy on. <laughs> Otherwise, you're exactly like us. <laughs> That's well, I funny. To say that. He's a, my brother's pretty <laughs> successful too. He's not hurting for anything. So, uh, Meanwhile, I'm doing stuff I like, but I'm making like pennies. So. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but there's something to be said for doing stuff you like. Exactly. All right. So yeah. when you said you got a better opportunity in Buffalo, was that more responsibility, more say so, and what was happening, more money, all that?
0: Yeah. More money. And a professional team to cover. I didn't really have professional teams in Richmond. I was just doing a lot of college stuff. I would go to Redskins home games, which was good enough for me at the time. But after that, I kind of wanted more. I wanted to see what it was like in at least just somewhat professional city. They only got the two teams and and, and, and the Bills and Sabres. And I got a chance to go up there when uh, it was fluty. So that, uh, mm-hmm. that gave me a little bit of issue shooting wise because you had to shoot from your knees at Rich Stadium at the time. And if Flutie, if them linemen stood up, I was done, man. I was like, I hope he pops out of there somewhere. Oh, there he is. Oh, touchdown. Oh, great. Because the dude was crazy And they kept building crowns on top of the stadium, which would push the field up higher, which would make the uh, stands, people would have to stand up behind you. And they didn't have us do that. They didn't have them do that at that time. They made us get down instead of them standing up. So I would spend Mondays icing my knees because was still artificial turf and it was freaking painful. As heck to do all that stuff but it was a blast yeah. and it also brought out the uh it introduced me to my least favorite football player and you'll never guess it so I'm not going to have you guess but it was Phil Hanson and I'm going to tell you this Phil Hanson story I don't know if you remember him playing defensive end for the Bills
1: yeah I was gonna say he was I, a defensive lineman yeah
0: yeah yeah he's pleasant everybody in Buffalo doesn't understand why I don't like him but and there was a time we had to go to training camp, which is in Fredonia, it's like an hour away. They had a morning and an afternoon, two days, after, and, and they were exhausted. I mean, I'm, I was exhausted, everybody was exhausted, but of course the talent always takes off. So as soon as their live shot's done at 6.20, they're gone. So I was like, all right, uh, whoever it was at the time, I think it was Ed Kilgore's name, see you later, I'll pack up everything. So I'm dead tired and all of a sudden I'm just about to relieve at like seven. And I get a text uh, from the from the office saying that Ted Washington, his house burned down and they want me to get react. I said, well, who do you want me to get react from? Obviously, Ted's going home to see what the heck's going on. Anybody that's out there just get some reaction. I like, man, I'm not even supposed to be here. Now as we brought up a silent Bob or whatever, it makes me think of. uh, that, that clerks movie. I'm not even supposed to be working today. So I was like, I'm not even supposed to be here. I want to be home because I got be back at ten in the morning. So sure enough, I find a PR guy. I said, "Can you get me anybody to talk about this?" Here comes Phil Hanson. Let's talk to him about it. So Phil walks up and he, the PR guy, whispers something in his ear. Phil comes in with a scowl on his face already, and I was like, "I got the I'm one man band. I got a camera on my shoulder." And hey, uh, Ted, Hulk Washington's house burned down did you? Uh, has he talked to you about it? He said no. And I wouldn't tell you either, you fucking fire chaser. I was like, I don't even want to be here. Why am I a fire chaser? And he walked I, off, and I was just like I – I texted back. I said, I got no sound, and I got cursed out, and I hate Phil Anson, and I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, y'all find wow. your own sound about a fire. A freaking fire chaser. I even a fire chaser, man. Dang it.
1: You got a boss too, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm big. it.
1: <laughs> what, what 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 were your impressions of uh, Buffalo?
0: Buffalo is a sports crazy town, but at the time, man, there was nothing else going for it. And I don't even know if that's changed much at all now, but, you know, the jobs were minimal, you know, it's, it's hard blue collar stuff. You get pounded with snow, as you know, and I didn't really mind the snow part. It's the brushing the car off stuff. You brush your home car off going to work. You brush the work car off. Go on a shoot. You brush it off again. Go back. You brush off your. It was ridiculous, dude. It's so monotonous. I got tired of it. My kids hate me for moving from there because they want to see snow. They haven't seen a, a drop of snow in the 13 years. They've been alive because we're here in Texas. But and every time we try to get back to DC, it never it never snows when they're there. Like this is crap. Why can't you judge it right? And I was like, I can't. I'm not a weatherman.
1: Yeah, they, trust me. Go give them six months in uh, a Buffalo winter. They won't want to see that yeah, anymore.
0: Exactly. They'll be ready to. Come back to the heat
1: so I imagine the fans there are just crazy during uh Bill season
0: yes they're rabid they're they're crazy exactly as you said they're painting their faces they're they're completely drunk before it's like a college deal except pros because they have no colleges you know worth tailgating for up in the Buffalo area uh I did miss my college basketball up there for sure man I, I mean, I followed Niagara and Canisius and just some minimal uh, mid-major squads, but it's nothing compared wow. to how they reacted to to Bills games. Man, they get there earlier than I got there, and I usually got to a one o'clock game at ten, and they're there at eight thirty, and they're they hadn't started jumping on tables yet. I think that that's what I was just saying. Back I left. They haven't started throwing elbows in the tables at the time, but they did. Uh, they did get their party on pretty early, and the Elvis guy was still there. It was. It was wild. So and you I the road games too. Sorry, go ahead. You enjoyed what? I enjoyed the road games because there's always a contingent of Bills fans there. Because of that four year run in the '90s, they they grew a fan base across the world because they were successful down there. And then they started stinking, and they were they were left being a Bills fan in Miami or somewhere like that. <laughs> I was like, this sucks, but I have to. I got to follow my heart, Jim Kelly. You know. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I even saw a bunch of them at that. Yeah, I, I got to shoot that Music City Miracle game in uh, 2000. Oh, wow. Whatever it was.
2: Tennessee, yeah.
0: Yeah, and there's there's a couple tons of Buffalo fans there, too. A lot of that comes from people trying to move the heck out of Buffalo, too. So they become a fan and they realize they don't need to live in this snow-filled town. I'm out. I'm going to Nashville. Become a country <laughs> star and I'll still root for, I'll still root for the, for the Bills.
1: So, yeah, so you were in Richmond when uh, Buffalo went to four straight Super Bowls, right?
0: Yeah, I was in Richmond at the time.
1: Man, they missed those days. I, I mean, it's it stinks to lose four in a row, but they, at least they went to four.
0: Yeah, and at least there was something to talk about. I mean, at least everybody was excited about it. And, they're,
1: they're back well, now.
0: Yeah, they are back. I mean, I, I talked to the guys that work up there now, and they're talking Super Bowl or bust. I was like, well, you may be hanging on the bus mm-hmm. for this year, but after that, maybe we talk Super Bowl stuff, but. They're they're going crazy, and they're they're getting a new stadium built up there too, I believe, in twenty
1: twenty four. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's they're
0: awesome. Going to get a new stadium in there. The,
1: the cameramen won't have to be on their knees.
0: Exactly, exactly. And they're talking about having a retractable roof, which I personally think it takes away from your home field advantage. But if uh, that's what you want to do, they want to get a Super Bowl up there, and they're not going to ever get a Super Bowl. If, uh, yeah, like Minnesota here. did. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I, well, Gr- Green Bay's still Green Bay, and they, they're not going to host the Super Bowl.
0: That's true. That is yeah,
1: true. I, I think they should go without the uh, retractable roof. I think it's a bad call. I'm with you. I'm
0: so, with you on that. And they're going to be spending a lot of yeah. money, too. Yeah, exactly. That costs probably what, 25% more to get that thing on
1: there. Yeah, it's a, a, for one Super Bowl, I mean, I don't know how much money the the host stadium or host team makes. I imagine it's quite a bit of money, but I don't know if it pays for the roof.
0: Right. I don't, I would agree with you on that. All
1: right, so your fondest memory from Buffalo that has nothing to do with snow.
0: Nothing to do with snow. My, well actually, you know what my fondest memory is another sports related is following that uh 2000 Sabres team the the that went to the Stanley Cup. That was that was a wild ride. They were a 8th seed in the east. They beat the 1 seed Ottawa. They swept them and mm. they made a drive to Ottawa to cover that which was like a 5 hour drive and it was that was an awful drive, and I was like, "Man, just go ahead and lose these two and lose the two at home, so I don't have to make this drive again for game five. But they went the opposite way and won those two and won the next two. Yeah. And then we had uh, we had Boston and then Philadelphia, or Boston and Toronto, and then that whole uh, Dallas kind of fiasco deal. Foot's in the crease, Dad. Gummit. the foot was in the crease. Brett Hall. Oh God, if I see him on the streets. <laughs> God, if I see him on the streets.
1: No, uh-huh. the
0: wild thing about that is we went down to Dallas. Uh, I'm in Dallas now, but we went down there and we shot a live shot in the stands and I left one of the camera batteries in Reunion Arena and we head back to the hotel I was like, oh man, I'm never going to hear the end of this. I got to go back and look for it. I, and it's one of these huge batteries because this is back in 2000. It's like a big thick brick. I go back there and there's like eight or nine uh, cleaners all around it like it's a bomb, <laughs> and, and I walk. I reach in there. it's like, "I'll take that," and I, <laughs> it, I thought the thing was going to blow on them. I was like, oh, this, is, this is a dead battery. Everything's all right." <laughs> it's just a it's just a
1: giant dead battery. Exactly. <laughs> so wait, but Buffalo Sabers won a couple, didn't they? At least
0: one. They didn't win a cup when I was there. No.
1: No. They, have they, they ever won one? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. Don't the think city of Buffalo no. does not have a championship. they Don't have a championship. No. Nope. Oh, my gosh, that place is going to go nuts if yes. one of those two teams
2: wins.
0: They're going to try to burn everything down, and then the snow is going to take out, out the fire and everything's going to be cool.
2: <laughs> why did they kick the Braves out, Ward? I mean, what, what is? why can't they get a basketball team back there?
0: Boy, you should have seen that. I went into that place where the Boston Braves used to play, man. it That was, that was steep. So the stands were super steep, right? So you sit down in your seat, and I don't even know how people didn't – keep from going oh and just falling to their death but it was a hot box kind of like the Boston <laughs> gardens was. and i have no idea why they couldn't keep that team i think i just don't think they they showed up as much as they as much as they're great fans there i don't think they showed up yeah. in the crew Bob it McAdoo,
1: man it doesn't seem like a basketball town it really doesn't
0: doesn't you're right the sabers as soon as i moved out of uh Buffalo. I've never seen another hockey game since. <laughs> it's a shame, dude. I, I should follow a little bit more. I used to go to every single game when it was the Sabres. My days off and everything. I'd take a press pass. I'd go see the game. The second I moved away, I haven't seen a hockey game since. So. But
1: D- Dallas has a team, right?
0: They do, and I don't care anything about them.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's too much, too much other things going on. In exactly. fact, I imagine uh, Texas high school football is more appealing than uh, yes. hockey. Yes.
0: You know what? I've shot a lot of stuff, shot a lot of sports, but nothing captures me more than texas high school football i mean from the stadiums they play from the the craziness of the the, the fans are just as crazy as you would find outside of a bills game for teams like southlake carol and, and 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 allen and these teams down here that make sixty thousand dollar stadiums or so or 60 million stadiums what allen did it's it's just ridiculous it's the talent, the atmosphere, I mean, I love it every Thursday and Friday. I'm mean, thinking about Thursday, tomorrow night. I'm already getting a little excited, man. I'm, I'm ready for my next game, man. Tell me where I'm going next. Let's go. It's just – it's amazing.
1: Why, why is Texas so serious about football?
0: It's, it's bred in them. And most of it comes from the small towns. Small towns just, uh, just have nothing but a Dairy Queen, a Sonic, and Friday night football, and that's all they got. And they barely have the damn Dairy Queen, if, you, if I'm honest with you. That's about to shut down. You know, they, they, it, it, it trickles in from the small schools to the big schools. Like out in West Texas and East Texas, there's really nothing going on except for that. That's that Friday Night Lights deal with the Odessa Permian. There's nothing out there but you know some broken down oil manufacturers that, that can't even drub up oil anymore. And high school football. And then it comes into the, the bigger towns and they got bigger stadiums and everything's crazy in the bigger stadiums. So it's just it's just a the passion they have that you don't really have anywhere else. I mean in Buffalo, they heck. I, I told you I shot two games, two, two games a night, first half, second half in Dallas. If I try to do that in Buffalo, it'd have to be first quarter and maybe the end of a fourth quarter of a game. And you have to be lucky at that because they're spread out and they don't care about the half times. They're like in and out, let's get out of this cold weather. You know, they have a 12-minute halves just like they have in the NFL, whereas Texas you have 30-minute halves because each band needs to have 15 minutes to do their thing. So I take a nice leisurely drive to my second game. I make it there in time. But in Buffalo, I'm like on icy roads, oh, God, I'm never going to make it. They're going to kick them bands off pretty soon.
1: All right, so I've never lived in Texas. I've never been to a Texas high school football game. I, I have seen the stadiums there, and some of them are incredible. Yeah. So warm weather helps. The yeah. fact that they're small towns uh, and they got not a lot else going on, but there's something about being a cowboy and wanting to be tough. And and then the fourth component is everything's bigger in Texas. So once you're in, you're all in. And so those yeah. four combined make Texas a, a unique football haven.
0: Absolutely. And it uh, also Texas, anything goes in Texas. Obviously last year, the whole rest of the world is – you know, taking care of their COVID situations.
1: Florida and And, Texas. Florida and Texas. Texas, Florida and
0: Texas. Texas was like, we're going to play our football skills. No matter matter what I believe uh, politically about this state, I certainly love the fact that they were playing football regardless. Now, I was maxed up like crazy for these games because I didn't know what any of these kids got. But – you know, I'm out there shooting with it on, but I just knew one thing: this they were going to play their season, and it was going to go through, and we were going to have a state championship, and nothing was going to get canceled. That's just
1: so nothing got canceled, nothing rescheduled, nothing changed. A
0: game here or there, and but they they finished the season. Some teams only got eight games, you know, instead of the ten, but they they played their season, they crowned their champion.
1: Wow, that's <laughs> a, that's incredible. And, well, and frankly, without making a political statement, good for them.
0: Right. Got
1: gotcha. Yeah, I, pro- I probably just uh, alienated half of our listening audience, but you it's did. all good. You're
0: not downloading it no more. Yeah. It, upload it or whatever.
1: <laughs> whatever. Whatever you do. Kevin, <laughs> I still don't know what we're doing on this whole thing. All right. So uh, you're a Washington fan in cowboy territory. Do you, do anyway, you go to the uh, Cowboys games?
0: Uh, I've won twice. Hasn't been a good experience for me. And I don't even wear Washington gear. And, and that, that was one of the reasons I got picked on, too. Because they made a 20 yard pass and I wasn't wearing a gear and I started clapping. And he's like, This dude is incognito. <laughs> he's scared to wear
2: it
0: He like, oh, <laughs> just sit in front of the TV or something. Yeah, it's, it's bad, but when it's good, when they sweep them like they did last year, it's really nice to go to their local grocery store, call my brother, and talk extremely loud about how we won the game. Hey, I'm in here getting some peaches, but God. Hey, they, them boys. they ain't nothing. They're nothing,
1: right? My my impression of the NFC East, the fans, like I've been to Philly games, they're they're out of control. Yeah. Gi- Giants fans are pretty rough. Giants fans Skins are pretty rough. Skin we have some weird feedback here. Skins fans are pretty. I'm sorry, Washington football team fans are pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. Cowboys fans don't seem to be super, uh,
0: uh, they rough are. and tough.
1: Oh, they're, de- they definitely have egos and they're, they're cocky. There's no doubt about that. I hate the
0: fact that somebody stuck them with that America's team thing. Cause they run with that. Like it's nobody's business. And it's like, that's just some, some dude just stuck you with that name. It doesn't mean you're America's team freaking elitists. I can't deal with
1: it. Who, who stuck them with it. Cause I thought it was, I mean, uh, their own know, marketing team
0: said it once and they went crazy with them and it took off with it. They they had that Dallas that Texas Stadium with the hole in it. And they talked about it. The hole's there so that uh, God can watch God. American team play, or whatever it was.
1: Well, Roger Staubach was a military hero back in the yeah. day, and then he was their quarterback.
0: America. all these guys, man, they give me the business because I'll get on Twitter and if I'm bored, I'll just say something about how the you know Washington's going to take it to them or whatever, and he's like, "You guys really care about that? You have a you have a Cowboys week, don't you? Oh, you're so silly!" And I was like. <laughs> Do you not have a rival? Well, certainly not you guys. It'd probably be the Steelers. So how the hell are the Steelers your rival? Oh, because we played them in the Super Bowl so many times. I said you play once every three years, dude. That's not the name of a rivalry. You gotta, you gotta get it together, bro. But <laughs> it's, it's a mess, and I just have to deal with it. Same thing as when I was award.
2: You, you said, but, <laughs> you said a few minutes ago that. You get really, really excited for high school football. Now, I've seen you get really, really excited for something else. And when you were back living in Richmond, a little thing called Hoop It Up.
0: Hoop It Up. I did get excited <laughs> about Hoop It Up. And I, was a, I was the team organizer. You, hoop It Up. You get that's back. I don't even know if they still do that anymore. There's the three on the tournaments, but you could have four players, one is a sub. Your boys the sub, man. Let me get be the sub. So I would put together these teams that I thought would do great. And I know Flip was on one or two of them. But we would go. Yeah. We play in Richmond, obviously, but we go down to Norfolk. We go to Baltimore, DC. Yeah. One time I put Flip on a squad with me. Uh, it was him, a dude named La, a dude named Rob Owens. They are all gifted in basketball. I was not gifted, but I put the squad together. So we went up to play hoop it up. And it was like three blocks from where my folks lived. So they came out. My brother's out scouting other teams, which I thought was ridiculous. I said, Well, you're going to bring back a scouting report? We're going to play the same way. Whether you tell us who's good or who's not good. So my dad and mom are sitting there. The first game, right? I'm chilling on the bench like I'm supposed to. I wait till they get up about six, seven points. And I was like, oh, I'll sub in for a second. And then it gets back up to two. I was like, oh, Let me sub out real quick. But Rob Owens comes in, one hand dunk. And I was like, okay, i got a dunker on the squad. I really push something together. Then L.A., who I never knew could dunk, he came in and dunked from the side. And I was like, oh, man, this is something else. But well, Flip's in there. I was like, I know Flip ain't going to dunk on me. They cleared the path, and Flip went in and dunked one-handed. So my folks were like, you know, it's it's my turn. I was like, what are you talking about? It's my turn. I sub in there, and they're trying to billy-hole me the whole time. They keep trying to put it where I can't, you know, they throw me out. Like I'm going to dunk. I can't even touch the net, brother. Why are you putting it up there like you think I'm gonna rip one? But it was a blast, man. We played <laughs> you know, two and two in that one. It was it, those things were a lot of fun. It
2: was a it was a blast.
0: And I always tried to work
2: As, and Paul, let me tell you
0: how <laughs> ahead,
2: let me tell you how cool the guy Ward is. We were um it was just like you said, Rob, LA, myself, and Ward, and we were gonna go out that night. We we're in DC, I think, this time. And I left my ID somewhere or something. And LA and Rob were like, Well, guess you guess you're not going. I think they were going to a place called Blossoms or something, some real cool club. And uh Ward Ward was like, Well, should I go with LA and Rob or should I hang with Flippin'? And he hung with me. And yeah, I think we went to the Washington Monument. We, yeah, did, we did a bunch of dumb time. stuff running around town, but saw some rats, you know. <laughs> but it was cool, man. That he hung with me. He could have gone ahead of time of his life. And he was hanging out with me, so he's a good dude.
0: Yeah, flipping Rob didn't really argue that much. Yeah, he can stay. We're out. I was like, God yeah, that's one. <laughs> okay, you can't change our plan. Go to McDonald's, generous George's, or something." He was crazy.
1: So you, you said flipping dunk. I don't think I remember no, him dunking. Did. He did, dude. I dunked in a game you were in, Gilman. Wait, Wait a minute, were the, rims, were the rims like nine and a half feet? <laughs>
2: No, they weren't well, nine and the feet. The street, so he, went he
0: had the momentum of going downhill. Maybe that was it, but he can dunk, man.
2: I'm telling you, you can dunk I stepped on a dude's back. I a got guy, a guy yeah. bent down. I stepped on his back, and I jumped or, up. and so, Somebody on. put their hands together kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Whatever works.
1: All right, so the the, uh, the Emmy you won, Ward, how integral were you to uh, winning that Emmy? Was it a team Emmy, or was it
0: just you? Uh, it's My name's on it. So I'm going to go ahead and take all no, it was a team effort because, you know, everybody else shoots and, and put it together, but or shoots their stuff, parts of the show, but I put the show together. So, uh, that was, it was a proud moment for me. And I think, you know, my wife is now my ex-wife. I think that was the only time she was ever proud of me. But <laughs> where's the couch I can lay down on. I want to tell you some things. No, she, was, she was really proud. Like I said, uh, your weather and graphics and all these other awards, so she was hitting the champagne left and right. By the time I was up, I had beaten the Cowboys, and she's like, "Ah!" I was like, "Come on, calm down, like I'm settle down." I'm <laughs> thanking everybody, and she's like, "What about me?" I was like, "Oh yeah, let me thank that drunk woman over there." <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, are, are, what are you doing now? Are you producing? I'm still producing. Now, i kind of, I'm kind of the head of both of our shows. We started one in Houston about eight years ago, so. I'm producing the one that we air in DFW and the one that we air down in Houston. So it's it's fun, it's a fun deal. Everything's going social media-wise, so we, we have a bigger social media presence than we do. I think we get more followers there when we do watching the show. I mean, back in my day, I would sit down and watch the show, but it's you get it all on the internet now. So it's still still something I love doing.
1: Is the show entirely about high school football?
0: Yes, high school football until it ends, and then high school basketball. And we wanted to keep on going, but the sponsors bail out after basketball. They're like, "Yeah, we don't care about that soccer and, and baseball stuff. We're done giving you it, our money.
1: NCAA dumps a whole lot of money into football and basketball for a reason.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: So are you ever going to get back to the camera? Or are you oh, past no, those I days? Shoot.
0: I still shoot. I shoot okay. interviews. It's shoot slash proves. I got. I shoot all the time. Uh, the show airs 31 weeks out of the year. The other 21 I help out with our national show that's called Sports Stars of Tomorrow. And I'll shoot for that. And that when and we go to different areas and we shoot different stories on juniors about to be seniors, letting people know who they are, uh, you know, before tomorrow, before Sports Stars of Tomorrow. So we got guys like Durant and Kevin Love and, and all these guys that are out there now. Brittany Griner, who at the time when we did that interview, the only reason I knew she was a girl is because her dad told me so. I mean, that voice was so deep. I've never heard a deeper voice in my life. And, right. she's, and she's 6'8", right? And she's 6'8", yeah. yeah. And she had an Adams apple from what I saw, so I don't know <laughs> what's going on. But, yeah, I actually got to shoot her dunk in a game, too. I, they were up by, like, 40 points, and I just kept shooting. I was like, well, maybe she'll dunk. Sure enough, she went in one-handed, and I was like, oh, my God. And of course, my producer of that show comes, did you get it? And I said, I wouldn't be sitting here if I didn't get it. It's a 40-point game. I would have been gone. I got it.
1: Yeah, I was here.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that was that show was a blast.
1: Uh-huh. All right, Ward, tell us about your uh, family. You mentioned a couple – you mentioned some twins. Do you have two yeah,
0: kids? I got – those are my only two twin boys, Max and Dean. Uh, they actually had a football game today. Uh, Dean wants nothing to do with football. She's already asked me three times to quit, but I was like, no, this you're you're in it now. And I have this great video where – they put him on the defensive line. Nobody even tried to block him, and he was going in for the sack, and I was like, oh, my God, because he doesn't want anything to do with it. I started standing up out of my seat, and the kid just barely got off before he hit him in the chest. And I was like, because I call him Bean Boy. I was like, Boy, you got to be kidding me. You see that? And he runs <laughs> up the field, never plays. another down. He's, he was done. He was like, oh, <laughs> come on, man, you, I thought that was going to jack up your confidence, but it didn't work out for him. He uh, <laughs> got an almost sack and I- called him a call night. So is he
1: not – he's not playing now?
0: No, he's playing. He just would – you know, he had – he got himself subbed out and he just right. didn't play the rest of that game.
1: Got it, just for that game.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, so a typical pick-a-day of, of the week, Tuesday or Wednesday, how, how is that day going for you? What does that look like?
0: Tuesday, uh, unfortunately, I'm, a, I'm a, a guy that likes to – be in an office so I can go jack with people all day long. That hasn't happened for a year and a half. I'm at home all day, all night. It's oh. awful. It's it's just terrible for me because I got nobody to mess with. So I take the boys to their uh, weight room stuff at like six in the morning and start putting the show together, I'll pick out games. I'll start writing. We have a story every week. I'll get the story going. Uh, funny thing, we talk about the Hoyas, this past story I did in Houston, Girl, girl said, uh, my dad was a professional athlete. And so he, I really listened to him about what I really want to do And volleyball. I said, oh, what? her name was Ava Harrington. I said, oh, what's your dad's name? He's like, oh, his name's Othella. I was like, Othella Harrington? That's my guy, Othella Harrington. You talking about the oil? And he's like, let
1: me tell you about the uh,
0: And she's like, oh, I don't really want to hear it. I don't want to go back to practice. I was like, oh, for God's sakes. Where's your dad? But he's down in Houston now. I think he's an assistant coach or something. But it's basically a work-related deal. Uh, Every Wednesday night we'll go head out to this place called Pluckers, knock out some trivia real quick, always finish third because first and second are in the money. So third always – that's where we always wind up, get nothing. And then uh, Friday, Saturday – or Thursday, Friday, Saturday are all devoted to the show. Sunday I'll sit back and watch some WTF or WFT.
1: WTF sounds right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) WFT. Then I just, I, I just try to raise the kids. You know, I'm going to tell you one quick story about, and being in Richmond, you know, it was one Saturday where Sam Mann was with me and he was like, dude, these two, and I'm not going to tell you the kids, these these kids names until the end of the story, but these these two kids are going to get drafted today. It's the NFL draft. I said, the brothers, uh, one left early, one, you know, graduated as senior. They're both going to get drafted. They're throwing a party. I got nobody else. You got to go. And you got to be on air. I said, Are you serious? He said, Yeah, you got to be. We're going to do a quick live shot. I'm going to spoon feed you two questions. it will be easy as hell. I said, Are you, I'm going to be sitting there peeing all over myself. But if that's what you want, that's what you want. So I go there. These kids' parents were top notch. I mean, probably the best parents I ever had. They kept feeding me. They were talking about how they raised their kids and how everything's great. The one guy I got drafted in the first round. Uh, before the 6 o'clock live shot, I did a live shot with him. He kept jacking with me, grabbing my leg, trying to scare me while I'm doing the thing. I said, relax, dude, <laughs> we're going to have a problem. I'm going to throw up on you. terrible on here. And, of course, I started asking questions like this. I was like, hey, man, what do you feel about being drafted by the Ravens? I, I pulled him up. <laughs> it, was, it was a mess. Then the second guy got drafted. The second guy, man, me and him talked forever. He, he had to come into our station to do a live shot with the team that drafted him. And we sat there, and we must have talked for two, three hours. Every Bills game – I moved to Buffalo shortly after that. Every Bills game that they played – his team, we, I would see him. We'd talk after the game. It was great. I was like, dude, I'd love for this kid to be a role model for my kids because he was successful. He's a handsome guy, great parents, terrific dude. Well, that guy was Darren Sharper, and now he's sitting in jail for oh. eight counts of rape and oh. all that And that just went for me to say – Oh. You know, if I'm not my if I'm not my boy's role model, then I'm doing something wrong. I, I can't leave it for somebody else to do it because they'll pull the wool over your eyes and heart. I
2: mean, wow! I, I,
0: I would have never expected that. That dude could have got any woman he wanted to, and he chose to, you know, Bill Cosby and all that mess. It was it was just it was such a def- you know. And his parents were great. It deflated me so much, man. At, at, just looking at these sports guys, i just like. I know there's great ones out
1: there. But I can't, I can't they, 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 the, look, there are plenty of great guys out there, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, self-reliance is is something, yeah. and uh, no nobody's going to raise your your kids as well as you are. Absolutely. We, hey, Ward, we can't end on that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why not a downer, man? You want to want to end on a downer? Well, his his brother uh, played at UVA, yeah. and he played the yeah. league for a long time too. Yeah, he got. They both
0: got. Yeah. He played for the Ravens for a while there. So, he was a great guy, too. Uh, I shouldn't say, too. He was a great guy. Yeah.
1: Period. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I'm a little uh, – the twist and turns of that story. Woo.
0: It took I you guess, all over the place. Yeah. I should write something, man. John, no. watch your back.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> all right. So, give, give us another story that ends as a feel-good story. It Ford. is a
0: feel-good story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, in Buffalo – and this is a feel-good. So, in Buffalo, when it wasn't this, the Bills or Saber season – We didn't have much to put in our sports shows. Right. So, and we had a 30 minute Sunday special every night. So we were scrambling for things to put in there. And I came up with an idea. I was like, okay, Sam, man, let me be on air live. So maybe they'll let me be on air up here. I had something called chop talk and my sideburns were like a hockey stick, like chops. They looked ridiculous at the time, but I went with it. What did I care? So I did something called, mean, they're basically five to six minute Saturday night live skits that I would do with local athletes or local players. But my favorite one was, I don't know how I got all these guys to be in it, but I did one with the Bill's, uh, Bill's players and Sabres players. We were going to draft a fantasy football team. And I was walking with Bledsoe and I was like, <laughs> uh, Drew Bledsoe at the time. And I was like, Hey, Drew, and, and it, you know, I gave him his lines and everything. I said, Hey, Drew, I went with the I went with Ryan Leaf this year. They said he has a they have, he has a hell of an upside. Said, he's like a better upside than me. Hey, that's what they're telling me, man. That's what I went with. I'm sorry. He said you're you know he's, you're gonna lose that. <laughs> and Greg Williams was sitting in there, and he was the head coach at the time. And I was asking him questions about, hey, man, I need some people to pick. So far, and these are guys that are already retired. So I went with Thurman Thomas, and I went with uh, I went with John Fina, who's a lineman. I went with him as a wide receiver. He's like, Hey, if you're going to draft like that, you might as well get uh Keon Carpenter who was injured and out for the season. He just, or, and and he was like, and Butterbean, Butterbean the boxer seems like somebody <laughs> would be good on your team. I'm going to think about that. That's a good idea. So I had just had a blast I Had Eric molds on it as well. And all these guys would just, you know, what guys, you would think with nothing to do with a photographer. Cause I wasn't a producer at the time. I was just a camera guy. They would have nothing to do with it, me and they're all in on it. And, I did one with Eric Moulds and Peerless Price about end zone celebrations. And they just, they had a blast on that one. And I did a home run derby. There's a guy named Rick, Rick Lancelotti. Uh, he's the bull Durham, the real bull Durham of minor league where He lasted forever and had like 250 home runs. He was involved in it, but we did a home run derby where the fences were like 150. It was like ridiculous. And this dude is just, he walked up, he has a cup of coffee in one hand, just lays it down next to the plate and just proceeded to, And I had to give all these balls back to the Buffalo Bisons. I don't know where the hell they're going. He's just crushing them (laughs) off the highway. You know, he had like 35, and everybody else was like a college basketball coach. I had the Sabres mascot in it, who actually hit three, which I have no idea. He had a little baby toothpick in his hand, but he had big Saber-toothed hands. He launched him out of the park. <laughs> we had one coach, one coach for the Buffalo Bulls. Uh, we, he, we threw all of them to him. We threw all seventy-five to him. He didn't hit one out. So we had to just do the magic of editing to give him one because it was freaking embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, come on, dude, you gotta hit one of these joints out. I even hit five. I was like, get
2: yourself. The, the mascots hitting three. Come on. <laughs> he couldn't get
0: one out of 75 pitches. I was like,
1: oh, oh, wait a minute. Was the mascot hitting home runs with his uh, outfit with on? His mascot
0: outfit on. He, just, he couldn't he, even he see. He couldn't <laughs> he must have saw something, or my pitches must have been lemons to him, but he was just crushing them. I like, what oh, that's
1: man? great. That is a much better story to end with.
0: Yeah, let's end with that. <laughs> Yeah. That.
1: That is much better. Hey, have you ever thought about writing skits for a living?
0: The only thing I thought about is trying a little stand-up from time to time. But as I was telling Flip, uh, and I've cleaned it up for your show, but I, I'm a little bit ridiculous with the profanity. So my my son's are like, I will come see you. Yeah, you'll come see me in about seven years, you come see me. But <laughs> let me get one out real quick. So I, I've been trying to do an open mic thing at some point, but I don't know about writing skits. That, I'll, I'll leave it at the those chat talks that I used to do used to be a blast
1: <laughs> all right right on so you've never done an open mic night
0: i haven't i was going to do one before i turned 50 but covid hit all that so now I'm, i've turned it into the whole 50th year you know sometime during my 50th year
1: all right i was gonna say do it by 52 but if you're gonna say do it by 51 there it is
0: there it is. I'll do all right,
1: I very, very cool. What? Well, hey, Ward, great talking to you, man. You're, you're a fun dude. Sounds like you, you're living your best life. I'm a little jealous, actually, of all the stuff you've been able to do. I've been living in, uh, and working in a corporate office for way too long. Uh, definitely jealous. And uh, Kevin, thanks for uh, hooking us up with Ward.
0: You're cashing good paychecks though. I still got these pennies they throw at me every once in a while. Little <laughs> negative to everything. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I yeah. Really- but- yeah. Awesome, man.
1: Hang I, I, on, Ward.
2: Thank
0: you for listening. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. You can find us at scodopodcast.com.